2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. I'm
0: trying to remember how I got dumped when I was in the fourth grade. Don't
3: they just tell you? I like, know I did. It, it was
0: Brad Anderson that did it because Brad Anderson was my boyfriend all through the third grade. And then we got to the fourth grade, and my mother cut off all my hair, and I looked like a boy. And Brad Anderson said I wasn't cute anymore. And he didn't want me to be his girlfriend.
1: Your voice is quivering. Are you crying?
0: It hurts still. And I'll tell you. You've not cut your hair since. I'm still in contact with that Brad Anderson. And I remind him that he broke my heart in the fourth (laughs) grade. Because then I had to date Mike Ward. And Mike Ward was the kid on the playground that in the winter when it was really cold would have frozen snot on his upper lip. And he would try to kiss me and it was awful. Don't you love that I
1: immediately knew snot I associated <laughs> Mike Ward with Scott. That's how much I know about and your he's life.
3: he's like a superintendent right now. Ew, school. is he? Is he really? Yeah, he really, oh,
0: he's a really smart guy.
3: How wow. did you break up with girls, Jeff? Did you just say, I'm dating Jen now, or, I feel like that's how most boys did it, like, I'm going out with Carrie,
1: I think, <laughs> not you. I think I want to break up.
3: Is that what you would say?
1: Yeah, I, I wasn't very good at it. I think oh,
3: I was always to. a man with a way
0: with words.
3: He would say, I think I want to break up. And she would go, I don't want to. And he would be like, okay, so okay. we're still dating. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I tried.
3: <laughs> no.
1: Are you sure? Because you don't seem happy. You don't seem happy with me. Why are we doing this to each other? So
0: this is where it began, where Jeff would figure out how to be just the guy that they'd want to break up with.
1: Yeah, the trick is, is <laughs> that you got to, it's got to be her idea.
0: Right. So how do you make it her idea?
1: Right. Now, Sam, now, Tim, after having this conversation with the fourth graders, how, let's say uh, you're breaking up with me. How would you break up with me? Or anyone in the room, whoever you want to break uh, up with. I would
0: <laughs>
2: probably want to be the good guy to get in front of you and just say it and rip the band aid off. Yeah. But I don't know if I would. I might have to have a couple of beverages before that. Right. I don't know. In fourth grade, I was playing with Legos. I was not
3: interested in that. You were not dating. He was
2: still being a gentle child. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Let's be honest. Yeah. I think the older that we get, the more we learn that the less honest you are, the more ripple effects of trouble that causes. It's exhausting, isn't it? It's tiring.
3: Oh, it just wears me out. It does. That would be something that I would tell younger generations of myself. Like it's really hard to keep up with the lying, so just tell the truth yep. all the time. I think we just Even have to go hard. through all of that. We I mean, do. we have to.
0: I mean, it's really until the pain pushes you to stop. so when it just <laughs> yeah. gets more than you can bear, that you're like, oh my god, what would it be like just to just a, and so that for me is where. I started to really want to say exactly what I meant, Mm. to find the exact words that express exactly what I'm thinking and feeling. So the fewest number of people misunderstand me. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier. It is. And so, you know, (laughs) I just, I just do my best and every once in a while I fail miserably. You know, I just
1: think that we want different things, and we're just like you know, square pegs trying to fit into round holes. And I've had that problem. You haven't seemed happy in a long time. <laughs> you don't seem happy oh, with me. Oh, so you're putting it back on we're me? We're not, you know, connecting the way that we used to.
3: It's I'm your doing pulse.
0: this for you because you're obviously not happy.
1: I just think uh, I'm releasing you.
3: <laughs> Thank you. I bless. I bless and release you. I'm blessing and releasing. I you. bless and release you. <laughs>
1: That's so funny. That's
3: great.
0: I'm doing this as a favor to you.
3: <laughs> That's exactly
0: what it sounds like. I know you're not happy. I know you're not. But honey, I am. No. And you are too it's good clear. a person. I know you and you're not going to pull the trigger. So yeah. I'm going to be the bad guy. You don't want to hurt me. And God, I love right. you for that. I and love I wish it that. could be different. Yeah. But you're not happy. No. And I cannot live with myself knowing that. Yeah, I
1: don't, I don't want to stand in the way of your
0: happiness. I must go.
1: I feel like I'm standing between you and your happiness. See, I've that's seen
0: that's you great. do this. I know the whole script. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: ah, Lord. I don't know. That's good. We got to replay that snack time with Tim. That's,
0: <laughs> that's classic. There's some
1: good advice in there.
0: It's a lot more detailed than when we were mm-hmm. that age. Yep. I would sit them down and I would say, this is a cracker. And then I would break the cracker.
2: <laughs> 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 this is us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
2: Surgery has an art.
3: We
1: took it all. We brought them to our land. <laughs> an endless night. Amber hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become?
2: Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2.
1: Play it now with Game Pass. All right. It is 7.35 with Jeff and Janet. Cincinnati's Q102. Do you feel guilty? About the presents you gave for Christmas. Also, the top signs you're a workaholic. Today is Tuesday, the 7th of January of 2020. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is. Your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories... It may be time to stop listening to your brain and start trusting a body part that is much lower your gut. Mm. Yeah. a New study out of England found we're better off just trusting our first instinct. Act first, ask questions later because when we second guess ourselves, we, we wind up making worse decisions. Now, Going with your gut, going with the first instinct, acting first and asking questions later will not always result in success. It will blow up in your face sometimes. But second guessing often leads to overanalyzing and that just confuses our brain and stops us from thinking clearly. Where did I see a study? Someone, they said that like When it comes to gamblers, they did a study, and they said that by not going with your gut, uh, let's see. Yeah, here it is. I found it. When gamblers go with their initial instinct, they're correct 20% more often. And it reminded me of... Stephen Colbert speaking at the White House Correspondents Dinner, which this was going back now to like 2006, and he made this point. Do you know you
3: have more nerve endings in your gut
1: than you have in your head? You can look it up. Now I know some of you are going to say, I did look it up, and that's not true. That's because you looked it up in a
3: book. Next time, look it up in your gut. I did. My gut tells me that's how our nervous system works.
0: Well, you know what the trick is, though, with listening to your gut, because I have learned this the hard way on more than one or two occasions that you really have to be in your zone. If you're going to follow your gut, I mean, you have got to be grounded and in alignment and in the zone, then follow your gut, because if you're in the middle of crazy and your mind is thinking all of these crazy thoughts and you can't make a decision because you're all in your in your head because this one's better than this or that's not right and this ain't great. If you're in your head, then you can't read your gut. And so what you think your gut is telling you, it's a good chance at ain't miscommunication there. It's a miscommunication because you're just so, everything's so out of whack. So following your gut is great if you're in the space to do it. Yeah. Just got to be careful with that because it can get it can get danger.
2: <laughs> Sometimes my gut... Is not always the best choice. Right. Might be the right choice. It's not always the best choice. Yeah. It's the harder choice. hmm Yeah.
1: A study this week found saving money is the second most common New Year's resolution this year. The only thing that beat it was exercising more. But now a study has has dug deeper by looking at all the money-related resolutions people made. And if we create a new top ten list based on just the money issues, the money factors, uh, the top of that list would be putting more from each paycheck into your savings, if at all possible. Spending less on delivery and eating out. Definitely spending less on delivery. We are choosing to do that in January.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That does get pricey. I mean, I we ordered a couple of salads the other day from um, DoorDash. It's like sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. Once you put the tip in and the
3: delivery, sometimes yeah, yeah. it's like that's crazy.
2: I pulled out all the drawers uh, and the cabinet and the pantry, and I was like, "We have this, we have this, we have that, we have that," and I set it all next to the stove on the counter. I said. This is what we're eating over the course of the next two weeks Mm -hmm. when we say let's get takeout. Come over here and pick something. And pick something. We have this yeah. food here. We paid for it. We bought it. We.
0: Will you be sad eating that food no.
2: though?
3: Because is it not really the food that you would want no, at I made that
2: an, meal? An amazing spaghetti with meat sauce the other but day. But that's the
3: key, though. Jenna's right. Like, like for example, <laughs> I have meal prepped our week. Like you know, breakfast you're doing this, lunch you're doing this for the for full seven days or just the work week. Or well, th- I did like Sunday to Friday because. Okay. At some point, one time, I cook at home all the time anyway, but one day, night of the week, we eat out or we'll order in. Mm -hmm. But that's the key. You have to stick to what you say you're going to cook and eat. Like tonight, we're going to have chicken burgers and cauliflower tots. And if you don't like that, then we can't say, oh, it's an option to get something delivered. I'm not in the mood for that. Yeah, like we have to stick That's to the that hard part, because some yeah. things you you know, some things it's just like
0: any kind of shopping. It really it looks yeah. really great at the store. Right. And then you get it home and you kind of try it
3: on and it just doesn't quite fit right. Well, and it's the I same feel thing. that way about fish. Yeah. And it's the same thing about like the food. Like I'm not in the mood to eat that. Well, on Sunday, it sounded good for Tuesday night.
0: <laughs> but here's Tuesday and I want pizza. Right. I'll tell you who's
1: really good at <laughs> going through a refrigerator and just. Like eyeballing leftovers and finding a way to make something delicious out of them as Kristen. She's just really good. That's her thing. And
3: yeah,
0: she
1: just got a juicer for Christmas. Mm -hmm.
3: Oh, great.
1: So the other day she was doing
3: the celery juice. That's like all the
1: trend. Yeah. So she was making celery juice and uh, she made like a nice celery juice drink. But then there was all this pulp left behind and she felt guilty about just throwing it out. So she looks in her fridge and she's like, oh, I got some cream cheese. I got some herbs. I got some spices. And she made a dip and it was amazing. Like, yeah. that's that's skill, man.
0: That mm-hmm. big skill. Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, spending less on delivery and eating out is the second biggest thing that people when it comes to money are resolving to do in 2020. Also, this is the time of year that I like to kind of go through all my subscriptions and kind of terminate the ones. In fact, that reminds me I got to cancel one today in part because they're just not showing up. <laughs> I've already made a call and then they mm-hmm. showed up for a couple of days and then they stopped again, so I'm mm-hmm. going to let that one go. Doing less online shopping.
0: Let's not get too crazy here. <laughs> All right. Let's not go overboard there, cowboy. Actually, I've been really good. Since right before Christmas I finished my Christmas shopping and even, you know, when I was out on vacation, I did not buy very much. That's good. Was very good. I was very focused. I honed in on just a few things that were very meaningful yep. to me, and that's what I purchased and brought home.
1: Now, is that I because I did not need
0: to buy an extra suitcase or anything?
1: Yeah, but I mean, you you can't really. You're trying to sell your house now, so it's not like you can I, buy.
0: Yeah, stuff at I mean, moment. I don't want to bring a lot more in. I mean, even just bringing in a pair of shoes can throw off the entire closet. Right.
1: Is that why you're holding off? Is <laughs> because once you get into the new house, then we can. Resume. Then we
0: can start it back up. Yeah. Fire up.
1: Getting rid of cable, spending less on groceries, lowering your power bill. You know, this has been a pretty mild winter so far. My bills aren't out of control. Yeah. You guys get the letter from Duke that compares your house to the neighborhood? Yes.
0: I think those are all fake. I (laughs) think... That they that you are getting the exact same one that I'm getting. They're fake shaming I you. I don't think so. I know. <laughs> I'm bringing mine. In. I have to throw
3: that letter away, or Scott and I have like a talk. Who's in trouble? You or him? Me. Yeah. Because he pays the Duke Bell, and he's like, "Oh, we're not even as efficient as the blah blah blah," uh, and I'm like, "We'll turn off the lights every now and then, dude."
2: Yeah. Ours is always under. Oh, that's you right. Yes. So, yeah, because I'm a cheap ass. Because
0: you're that guy. <laughs> wow. Well, you don't turn the heat on until it drops below what temperature in the house?
2: 63.
0: Oh my God, I would be so cold at sixty three. I couldn't function. You can't do that when you have kids. I can't. There you can now. I and was it... a
2: kid who lived in a house where it was only sixty.
0: Who's who had, Didn't you have the mother who had the mother that said, "Just don't move." Oh yeah, Your just walk, my
1: grandmother. Yeah, just
0: walk slow. Just
1: walk slow.
0: <laughs> it's hot in here. Just grandma. move
1: slowly.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're running around. You're running here and running there. Just calm down and move slow.
3: The you
0: won't be
1: anywhere near as hot. Stop working yourself up.
0: I know. Yeah. But what about, what does it take for you to turn on the air conditioning?
2: Oh, I don't know. 80? Outside, 75, 80. When it starts getting, it's the mugginess. It's not the temperature. Oh, so if it gets muggy enough, you have no problem oh, yeah. with the AC. Flip it on. I'm not efficient. My line is much higher. Yeah. In the summertime. Do you guys know anything
0: about
3: geothermal? It's mm-hmm. expensive.
0: I know a little bit about it.
3: I know someone that has a geothermal system at their house. My, there's going to be one in my new house. And I have circulate. been
0: told that that geothermal system. You get a big rod down into that, the earth. Yes, yeah. there is. I have a big rod in my yard. I've Ooh, seen it. Oh, hey. I know.
3: Hey.
0: Happy um, 2020. Party is on. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> For sure. But I've been told that it—I my electric bill will be a third of what it is at my current house. So
1: how does that work? I don't know.
2: It That's takes I the energy now. from the earth and creates
1: your heat and stuff. Hmm. I wonder how that yeah, compares to solar. If I one is more efficient or less costly than the other, I wonder. I
2: think the geothermal is more, it gives you more energy because hmm. it's always there. If, the sol- if it's a cloudy day, your solar doesn't. It's not matter. reliant yeah.
1: upon uh, oh, I looked sun. into
2: it at one time. It's, it was like fifteen grand compared to oh. buying a $4,000. But it an pays for you know. itself.
0: Yeah. That's right, Jen. It does, and yeah. it's better for the environment.
1: If you stay in the house for 45 years, it'll. Eventually, <laughs> no, I don't know. That's not true. I'm intrigued to see how that all works out. I think yeah. that's cool. Uh, spending less on video games and apps, making coffee at home more often, and start packing a lunch for work. And they also found our top financial goals by the year 2030 are to be debt free, own a house, take a dream vacation, and pay off our student loan. Does
0: debt free mean no mortgage, no car payment? It does. Oh,
1: yeah, not just credit cards. <laughs> uh, what else do we have here this morning? You scoff.
0: I, I just can't laugh. I, it's hard for me to imagine that. A it's life without a mortgage. Yeah. yeah I just, <laughs> not that I wouldn't love it. I would love it. That would be amazing to own it free and clear. But wow.
1: And Christmas is over now. And all that's left are the memories and credit card debt, and apparently lots and lots of
0: guilt. Why are we feeling guilty?
1: Well, half of people say they felt at least a little guilty over the presents they gave this Christmas, and that includes people who feel guilty because because they gave mediocre presents or spent too much.
0: I have a couple of areas I could have done a little better. I didn't do bad, though. I mean, but there's always Who do you think you could have
1: done better for?
0: Improvement. Um... I I probably could have spent a little more time really thinking about something with Jacob because I have to get extra creative with him just because there's not a lot of things that he's really super into and super loves. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he's very passionate about funny socks. And so I got him the 50th anniversary Elmo or Sesame Street socks. Great socks. I got him those. And some sticker books and some clothes, but nothing. I think if I would have had more time, I would have gotten a really nice um, like cabinet for chest of drawers for his socks. Mm. So we could categorize them. them so we could have his funny socks. And then he has his sweat socks and his horseback riding socks and his sports socks. And then he has his sleeping socks. So we have a lot of categories of socks that are happening. And we have hundreds of pairs he is with socks like i am with shoes so i think if i would have taken more time and really thought about it i would have done that cuz that would have been a fun then activity a project, for he and yeah. i you know to go through all of his socks keep it sell it donate kind of thing and then organize but i mean did you yeah i feel more guilty about the things that i get cuz i think people are too nice to me mm, agreed <laughs> like no, not not, I not you. Too, I, I didn't mean
1: you. I just meant. Oh, okay. I, I, I t- share I that same that. guilt. Where, I took
0: that the wrong way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I so I love and appreciate always the sentiment, you know, and the right thoughts and feelings behind it. You like the gift of time from us. You know, I'm just gonna. Die. <laughs> I, I like always says time. like I'm a year or two behind him,
3: <laughs> so maybe I'm coming along on that. Time thing. (laughs) It's an experience. That's what 2019 was the gift of experience.
1: I have to tell you, I genuinely loved last night. It was fun. That was so much fun.
0: I tell you, I've never seen a man go after meat on a bone like Jeff on that steak last night. Yes, that girl. Jeff, at one point, I mean, the the four of us were engaged in some conversation and Jeff is in the zone in the corner with this big ass knife and a fork. And he's reaching. He doesn't have. The, he can't even take the time to pull the steak closer into him. No. He's reaching all the way across the table. Oh, yeah.
3: And stabbing that steak. I no, wanted to turn man. the light on and get crazy. Like, yeah. I told Tim. I said we need to turn the lights on so you can really get in this bone because it was. You were stunning. cutting
2: pieces in out of there.
3: Yeah, you got to. Even at one point, Jeff, like, I think one of us caught him or something, and he
0: like backed up and held up the knife and fork, and he says, "I'm an animal." <laughs> I know. He did, I'm an he's animal. like, Tim, eat the rest. I know. Tim, take it. It's a good night. Yeah, good conversation, lots of laughs. It is fun. It is fun to see how happy people can get because of a pastry or a piece of meat, pasta pillow. The joy a pasta pillow can bring <laughs> it was into the, com- the lives it was of the many. company Jen, company. Oh well, yeah, well that, that too helped too, <laughs> but right. that helped. But certainly, you know, there there was way more joy coming.
2: That apple fig oh. pastry dessert
0: thing. All of it. That was good. There is something about ice cream on a warm pie-like thing.
3: The combo, the a la mode part of it.
1: (laughs) I feel bad for workaholics because it's got to be, well, any kind of holic. It's, It's tough to break an addiction to something you're connected to or passionate about. 40% of people say they're so addicted to work that they never stop working. And the 10 signs that someone is a workaholic, never taking a lunch break.
0: (laughs) That's number one.
1: Yep. Working on weekends, always being the last person to leave the office, waking up in the middle of the night thinking about work, checking emails while watching TV. You always bring your, your work laptop on vacation with you.
0: Are, are you, these things that you do, are you guilty of any of these? Um, well, we track? don't
1: we don't take lunch breaks. Um, I don't wake up in the middle of the night thinking about work so much as I might think about, like, oh, that was, a, like, I woke up this morning thinking, hey, that was a fun dinner last night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What do we have on the agenda for today, but it's not something that keeps me awake at night. Yeah. I don't bring my work laptop to vacation. I don't I don't check work emails while I'm watching TV.
0: Do you think I I'm trying to think back when you were intense if you if I would have called you a workaholic back in those days. When you were I mean you I can remember when we first started the show Back in Florida. Right. Back into what? 2000? Yep. 2001. Um, It was January 2001. I can remember us spending like eight hours at the station just hovering over a producer who was cutting our liners. Right. Like our sweepers for the show. You know, the stuff that says Jeff and Jen in the morning on Star 95.7. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Those. I mean, we. I can remember sitting on the floor and watching Jeff hover over the sky, tighten that up just a little bit. Just, da-da-da-da. I mean, it was you were on it.
3: ridiculous. It was. You were like that when you first when moved you look here, back too. At it now, yeah. and, you were and I'm
0: trying to remember when that kind of stopped, and I don't know if I would have called that behavior workaholic behavior or not, because you were pretty obsessed.
1: Yeah, I was pretty obsessed. I was pretty intense because. I felt like that's what it took. That's
0: what was important for us to right. be
1: even relatively successful? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just um,
0: you were definitely thinking and believing that at the time. It sure. it
1: all seemed so insurmountable to me
0: <laughs>
1: that I, I just saw that as the the only way to survive. Like if we don't do this, we're not going to make it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Thank you for not hovering over me when I made that for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's
1: been a lot of letting go. <laughs> Trust. Loosening. Yeah.
0: Loosening of your grip on things. Right. Yeah.
1: And, you know, there's also that, like, you're, you're not the center of the universe. You know, there are other people that bring a lot to the table here, not just you.
2: I think, too, yeah. uh, if you're passionate about something, there's, there's that passion that's different than being a workaholic. You know, that was your show. You were getting and it going. And that's exactly what a workaholic about. would
0: say. Mm-hmm. I am not a workaholic. I am an efficient getter-dunner. But you are getting her done every moment that you're awake. If you're not getting it done here, you're getting it done at one of your other 17 side hustles. Uh-huh. You have to leave town to relax, don't you? Sometimes.
3: But even then, it's hard for you to relax.
0: But
2: my side hustles are enjoyable, just like this job. Right. I don't know. That's
3: just I think I I think there's a difference, though, between having a job that you need to be present at frequently versus being a workaholic. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like with this job, we're all very involved. We're constantly like communicating, posting, doing appearances. I mean, all of that is part of the job. Does that make you a workaholic because you're doing your job? It's, I think that's
0: the fine line right there. Yeah. And, and I think these, what Jeff is listing here are the signs that, ooh, you're falling into the workaholic. Cause I think there's probably a few of those, <laughs> a few of those on there that, yeah, can, could be one or the other. But I think if you've got a lot of these. Is it
3: a bad thing to be a workaholic, though? I don't think so. That's just who you are. Yeah. That's how you're wired on the inside.
1: Do you call into work on days off to make sure everything is okay?
0: I mean, if it, if that's what brings you joy, if that's where you find your joy in life.
1: You take work calls even during your personal time.
0: Yeah. But you see, I don't know about that either because you think of other alcoholics, you know, alcoholics. Does it bring them joy? They they believe so. That's why they do it. And you know, so that that's not okay. I'm, you know, or good.
1: Well, let me run this hurting. by you. You know, I'm very passionate about my side hustle, but... I got an email at 10:53 p.m. on Friday night asking me for something and I just, you know what? I it was my inclination to respond immediately because
3: you want to keep the you money. Wanna you yeah. want to
1: you want you're trying to build a business mm-hmm. and you don't want to say no and you want to seem like you're right there and I I stopped myself and I didn't. I responded the next day saying, I'm happy to take care of that for you. I'm back in the studio on Monday. But it took everything I had to not jump in the studio right then and say, I, I got to take care of this.
0: Because if you start down that road, then that's your road.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm setting a precedent. I'm letting yeah. this guy know that he can do that whenever he wants.
0: Right. You can send me the email, but it ain't happening until. Yeah. That's called boundaries.
1: Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and if I lose the job or if I lose this client, then, you know. then,
0: then they're not the client for you. Right. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.